dudes and dudettes, Michelangelo here just to tell you that you are listening to the Points of Interest podcast. Am I right? Did I get that right? Absolutely. All right, absolutely. Bodacious Cowabunga! Woo! And LED Weapon is brought to you by Nemesis Studios. What are y'all doing in here? We're smoking reefer, and you don't want no part of this shit. An elegant weapon, but a more civilized age. What's up? This is Vic Ruggiero from the Slackers, and you're listening to An Elegant Weapon. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to An Elegant Weapon, episode 93. I am your host, my name is Jay. Please excuse me while I flick my bick. Ah, man. That's some heavy shit, man. Ah, delicioso. Okay, kids, hello. Welcome back to the show. Uh, episode 93, we're creeping up on our century mark. We're working our way up there. In the past 93 episodes of this show, we have been super, super lucky enough to feature many fantastic independent comic book creators. It's always been a passion of ours to try and support the cause. Uh, from Monkey Squad 1 to uh, to Terraquil to Human Comic to Tart, all the way down the line, New Mutant. Um, it's been, it's been a good run tonight seems as though it may be no exception, but tonight has a little special twist to the occasion. So shut the fuck up and smoke my weed. So tonight's guests, uh, fit a very, very particular niche that, uh, we like to crawl into ourselves here around the weapon. You mean marijuana? Uh, let me introduce to you guys, we have the writer Andy and the artist Chip of a new book coming out called Super Stoner. <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> well, hello. Thank you very yeah. much. Nice to meet you, man. Thanks for having us on. Of yes. course. Um, I met you guys as I meet uh, most of my interviewees, and that's through the Twitterverse. <laughs> Gotta, gotta love Twitter. It's all Andy. <laughs> that's that's me. Yeah. It's the way to go. It's uh, it truly is the way to connect. Uh, you know, it's uh, it's pretty much built our show. A lot of podcasts it works that way though. You know, it's uh, Twitter and podcasts. They just go so hand in hand. 
definitely it's the new age man it's the new way to get the ideas out there oh shit yeah and it's so easy i mean yeah there's anybody can have one but that's that's a plus or a minus i guess you could look at but it uh, all depends on how you use it you know it's a tool right <laughs> absolutely i use it purely for my own pleasure and satisfaction <laughs> i get to meet awesome people and have these awesome conversations and uh you know that's the reason i started it in the beginning was just i got a big mouth and uh yeah, I like to hear it recorded, so there. <laughs> yeah. Awesome, right on. Man. Well put. So, um, Super Stoner, I watched your Kickstarter video. Uh, basically, <laughs> tell the fine people about what the project is. Okay, well, uh, I'm, I'm Andy the Writer. I'm, I'm the one talking for the moment. Um, <laughs> basically, um, you know, we started creating... I wanted to create a story that I could tell where I had an interesting character and a funny story that people can relate to. But at the same time, uh, you know, uh, uh, teach uh, marijuana facts, you know, both about hemp and medical marijuana and just the benefits of that. You know, uh, we're living in an age where, you know, marijuana is becoming more and more accepted, you know, legalization in Colorado and Washington. Um, you know, we're, we're American. America, fuck yeah. So, you know, we're, we live in an Arizona um, where marijuana is not, you know, we have medical, but it's not uh, fully uh uh, accepted here um, and uh, you know I just want to put out a, a comic book that people can enjoy and, and learn something from as well as like you know laugh and and uh, you know with good artwork and all that absolutely I mean kudos to you guys I know what it's like I've had a million people say to me in the past you know you probably go really far with that show if you just quit smoking weed all the time and I'm like, well, then it wouldn't be my show. You know what I mean? Exactly. There yeah. you go. Yeah. Stay true, brother. Yeah. So, yeah. Hey, 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 hey. Smoke <laughs> weed every day. <laughs> and, you know, it's kind of weird. I mean, I, I'm sure I've lost a few con press coverages here and there due to oh, just some stoner wants to come in. But we got We got to keep up the good fight. So I commend you guys for, for joining the war on a public level. So, Excuse me, brother. What we call drugs is 74th Street Baptist Church. We call us Tennessean sin. Well, around here, between Normandy and Weston, we call this here a little twin and twin twin. Wow. Nigga. You always been into comic books? You both always been comic geeks? or? Uh, yeah, I would definitely say we're both uh, comic geeks in one way or another. I've always appreciated the art, never really followed a uh, particular tale, but I like many, many good artists out there. And Andy over here, he's the guy that knows all the stuff about all the comics for uh, sure. Well, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a big Marvel fan. I love Marvel Universe. I grew up you know, reading Marvel comics, X-Men, Avengers, uh, you know, Deadpool. You know, I, I love all – I love Marvel. I'm a Marvel buff. Um, you know, but I also like, uh, just funny independent comic books. Uh, my, my dad read, uh, Freak Brother comic books when I was a kid okay. and I didn't really, uh, I didn't read them myself cause you know, I was kind of young for that, but I remember <laughs> the pictures being real goofy and funny and, uh, and I ran into a, a collector, uh, that had a bunch of them for sale at a comic con a couple of years back. And I, I bought them cause I thought they were funny and cool. And you know, I started reading them and they're really, yeah, they really are funny and, 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 you know, pretty deep comic books, you know, for, uh, you know, you know, being, being dopey drug culture, you know, underground stuff, you know, it was really funny, entertaining stuff. And I felt like, uh, you know, it'd be a good time to, to bring that genre back, you know? Well, which, and, which uh, one of you guys were in the, in the Kickstarter video? Oh, that was me. The, I'm the writer. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And I think you had mentioned about, uh, yeah, you mentioned about the old, uh, 
you know, the old drug culture uh, comics, and I always loved all the old Mr. Natural, and yeah. you're talking about Felix the Cat. I, I was, uh, I was a big, Fritz, Amer- big American, cat, yeah. yeah, sorry, and uh, American Splendor and all that crazy old yeah, stuff, yeah. you know, Robert Crumb and his, oh, yeah. his fucking LSD-driven insanity. Definitely, yeah. <laughs> Huge so, inspiration. Yeah, that's cool, cool stuff. So so is it like, uh, is the book going to have then, like, is it going to be kind of episodic or kind of freeform one-shot stories? Is there a premise you got set behind the whole thing? Well, what we have right now set up is, uh, yeah, just single stories, you know, and nothing, uh, you know, you could read all of them individually and enjoy them. Uh, there's no... Uh, you know, order or anything. Basically, what we're doing with the first 10 is we kind of want to have a, a themed drug in every issue where the first one is, you know, marijuana versus meth. And the second one, it's going to be marijuana versus Coke. Oh, and we cool. Just give, and we give like a comparison between marijuana and all the other drugs. And then we do like, uh, you know, other drugs like uh, uh, mushrooms and uh, um, uh, ecstasy. And we have a peyote one. And, and we have one about alcohol. And, uh, you know, maybe sometimes it's not always against, you know, I'm a mushroom guy. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I was about I, to say. I, I love mushrooms. <laughs> so, uh, and the yes. one we have written for that, uh, you know, uh, 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 Super Stoner teams up, teams up with his buddy Mushroom Mikey <laughs> and, uh, and they, they go on an adventure, let's just say. That is an amazing <laughs> premise, guys. I love the idea of that, the versus thing with, <laughs> that's, that's fantastic. So is he, is, is he like, like a superhero stoner like how does it like what is like who is super stoner okay well that's one thing we wanted to get away from you know we we want to get away from like the blunt man and chronic and i don't know if you've heard of a uh, marijuana man yeah ziggy. Which is ziggy yeah. yeah um we didn't want our character to be like a crime fighting superhero um so really super stoner is just a normal guy he works at a head shop he grows plants he plays video games you know, he's just a normal dude. Um, you got to think of it more or less like uh, he's a Bugs Bunny type of character where he just gets into like ridiculous situations okay. and, you know, and he'll pull a bong out of his pocket and hit hit somebody <laughs> with it or just pull a joint out, you know, from from underneath his hat and, and, and you know, take a big toke and puff out a cloud of smoke and then disappear into the cloud of smoke. Like any he, he doesn't have superpowers. <laughs> Whatever uh, he could That's do with weed is what he does, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. He doesn't seem like uh it's not like you've made him like bummy looking either, you know? Like, <laughs> he, like I, he, he looks like a stoner, but at the same time, he, he kind of looks kind of manly, you know what I mean? Like, he's a big bearded dude. He's not like... Yeah, he's not oafish and he's not a, he's not a hippie, yeah. like, burnout, you know? He's... He's a dude. He's just an average dude. Yeah, we got you know we're we're appealing for a stoner generation of today. You know, absolutely. Yeah, uh, and uh, with 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 a with a throwback style because we want to give that feeling that funky art in it, that funky art that they use, and uh, and just the uh, the independent style of comic books is just making a big comeback. You know, and uh, I think marijuana you know, it would be a great place to, to open that up to and, and have a good thing, you know, for uh, for people to share, you know? Yeah, well, especially with the premise, it sounds like you guys got. That sound, it sounds like it's all going to come together nicely. I love everything I hear so far. <laughs> well, thank so, you very much. are you guys, like, lifelong friends, or how'd you guys meet? Ah, 
Uh, that's a good question. Actually, we met because of uh, Andy's wonderful girlfriend, Mo. Uh, she actually worked with me, and uh, we became friends, and Andy's a great dude, and we would start to hang out, you know, get high together, all that good stuff. He and worked, He worked at a, a tattoo shop, and my girlfriend was the uh, – uh, she was the counter girl making all the appointments. Okay. And stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Basically. And you know, so we got, became friends and he was telling me this idea that was just, you know, hilarious. Actually, I've always thought about drawing comics and all that. Never really did it. And once he came with that, uh, we've been talking about it for a few years, kind of on and off, but in the last six or eight months, we've been getting really serious, hang out much more, you know, getting much higher and uh, getting nice. getting kind of, uh, yeah, throwing out a bunch of random ideas. And because of that, yeah, we've become uh, good friends really quickly, for well, sure. It's nice that you guys are coming through that way and representing the fact that it seems like the more you smoke and the more productive you're being. We're trying, right? <laughs> the opposite of what most people think about getting high. We like to get high and be productive. That's like my favorite way of drawing. Well, I know? think it's nice that the culture is changing in that way, and now we actually have decent rent, like uh, representatives of the whole thing. And they may be the typical cliched ones to say, but you got guys like Joe Rogan and Kevin Smith exactly. who are I love Joe Rogan who are making so much shit happen. <laughs> yeah, yes. and they're they're never sober again. <laughs> and you know what? And we got to put an end to the reefer madness age you know that generation is dying off you know exactly. reefer madness is mm-hmm. is a thing of the past and people need to realize that you know it, we're it not, doesn't we're, lead to anything bad yeah we're not hippie burnouts we're productive people we just you know we got our our preferred uh um you know absolutely way of enjoying yeah. it yeah, yeah we enjoy it exactly <laughs> see i had uh i know i had sent you guys a message at one point and uh i was talking about the funny thing being about how me and my partner uh el Haquez, uh that run the, the points of interest network uh i'm in toronto and he's in colorado because i thought i had mentioned heard one of you guys mention uh in the video that you guys were in colorado so I had mistaken that, and then I realized you guys are in Arizona, and I was like, "Oh, because that's why I said that." But it is funny because I, you know, I talk a lot to him, and he's been keeping me filled in on, you know, the progress of the shops opening and what it's like, and you know, prices and all, just all the details. You know, he's been on the show to explain, and we've been keeping up on it. And uh, I never ever thought, as a Canadian citizen, that there would be two American states that legalized it before we did. Why? Seriously, uh, it's, right? It's an amazing time to live in. Uh, yeah, the reason yeah. why I mentioned Colorado in the video is because I want to, I would love to launch my sales on April 20th in Colorado, being the first legal 420, you know, in America. I yep. feel it would be just a great place to just, it'd be like historical. You know, I want to, I want to launch Super Stoner on 420 2014 because yes. it's in a historical date, you know? And that's my goal. You know, that's that's the big goal we're, we're working towards. Right. And we can only do that if you all can help us on Kickstarter. You know, that that's really uh, what we need here. Do it. Do it. I've Tell been, them all about it. Shameless all. plugs yeah. abound. Yes, right. I've been pushing it like all all. It's just Superstoner, right? Man. If you go to Kickstarter, uh, it's just Superstoner? Yeah, you can search it just Superstoner. You can search it through Marijuana. You can search it through Comic Books. Uh, yeah, you can search it through Ad- The Adventures of Superstoner. Um, nice. Yeah. Um, you got like tier prizes and stuff. Oh yeah, definitely, man. We've Do you got, tell? Okay, well, uh, uh, we got a pretty good structure. Basically, how it works is, uh, you know, uh, you'll get everything in the bracket below it. So we have the one dollar bracket. You know, we'll we'll give you a personal email 
thanking you for your donation. Um, $5 will get you the PDF version of the comic, which is the digital download. Um, $10 will get you the actual uh, comic book, uh, plus we'll send you a Super Stoner uh, prize pack, which is going to include stickers, papers, uh, you know, cool Frisbee, some blunt wraps, you know, nice. and all that cool stuff. Uh, $20 will get you a t-shirt and a, and a four by six postcard size, uh, signed print, uh, from, you know, we'll, we'll uh, print out a, a drawing and, and sign it for you and, uh, and send that to you. Um, $50 will get you three, like, small posters, um, from the book, all signed. Uh, $100 tier will get you, uh, the Kickstarter limited edition, uh, copy of the comic, because it's gonna have an alternate cover. Yeah, basically. a variant. Yeah, yeah. A variant. Yeah. Uh, so we'll yeah, <laughs> that. Um, plus, we'll uh, send you know everything in beforehand. Uh, plus, we're gonna mention you and a special thank you in the book. Um, yeah, very know. nice. Yeah. We Just, we got uh, a whole mess of them, but yeah, we're, you know, as yeah, the, yeah. As, the, as the stakes <laughs> get higher, we start giving you original sketches. Um, you know, we'll start uh, giving you personalized sketches. Uh, you can become a character. Uh, like a, a special uh, page where you're drawn in and a that's rad. Session. I love it when when artists do that shit. When yeah. guys offer that you can actually be in the comic. I got this friend of mine. Uh, he's been on the show in the past. His name's Sean. Everybody knows who Weapon Nix is if you listen to the show regularly. But uh, he's an X Men expert freak extraordinaire. He owns nice. every issue of the X Men that was ever printed. Awesome. Uh, Damn. Every toy and action figure. You should see this guy's house. It's like a a museum mausoleum it's it's insane so he's gotten cozy with a lot of artists because once he had finished collecting the entire x-men series on comic he went he started getting the original stuff because he had all the comics so he start he starts getting the original stuff and he starts getting friendly with a lot of the artists right so so far he has managed to get himself drawn into two x-men comics nice yeah he was drawn into uncanny x-men i believe it was 534 or 539 it was somewhere in there uh maybe 439 i'm not sure where they're at but it was one of those and uh he's basically a thug and at the end wolverine (laughs) comes out of a bush and guts him Oh, that's And the awesome. book ends with him getting, and there's a whole, like, he's in several panels, and, uh, like, there's a part where you turn, where he turns around, it's just a panel close up of his eyes, and then Wolverine comes out of a bush after he was all fucked up, and he just guts him. Oh, uh, shit. Uh, not only did you get yourself drawn in, but the book ends with you getting fucking berserker Wolverine. Hell awesome. yeah. yeah. What yeah. a way to go out, right? Unbelievable. <laughs> yeah. And then he weaseled into the astonishing X Men somehow. That's badass. That's awesome. We might not destroy you if you get drawn in there, but you might <laughs> no, something getting... crazy might happen. Well, we're, uh, we're working on you, that. The highest option, you know, the the top the top bidder um, will get. Uh, yeah, there'll be a. We have the option where you can become a reoccurring character, but it's the only time we're ever gonna offer this um, because if we're successful here on Kickstarter, you know, we might we might. Uh, launch it again for like a second issue but maybe with uh, not as much money needed because right. really really we're just we got to get launched we have everything ready we we just don't have the funds to to get it printed and to get it out there to the people 
you know, and promote it. And, and, you know, we want to set up at comic cons. We want to set up at uh, different, um, you know, marijuana events, you know, uh, cannabis cups. And, yeah. And you guys can that, double you know? whammy. You know what I mean? Exactly, a lot of other yeah. comics that come out don't have that option. They can just go to comic shops, maybe art shows or whatever, but you guys, you guys can be hitting up the head shops. You guys like have two entire genres to be able to fucking, you know, Exactly, and, and I think that's why it's a it's a great idea, man. There's a there's a a huge, you know, it's becoming big, man. You know, it's bigger than ever. You know, smoking weed. Yeah, you know? and uh, and <laughs> and who wouldn't and who wouldn't want you know who wouldn't want to just chill out you know have something goofy to read you know while you take you know on the toilet or something you know it's, it's <laughs> yeah. yeah that's probably humor. Humor, yeah. Yeah. Yes, the most. <laughs> Um, I noticed in the back of the video instruments on the wall, and when I saw you guys in the video earlier, uh, you're using some fairly schnazzy equipment there. So, uh, are you guys like musicians as well, or? Oh, um, that's just the recording studio we're in. Yes, our wonderful there. buddy Rob is okay, hooking cool. it up. He's okay. a wonderful man, um, and he does wonderful audio services for he anyone who needs it. He also was the one that edited our our little video. Uh, for us too, he, you know, he's he's does a he's, he's a Renaissance man, yeah, production okay. guy. <laughs> it's always handy having one of those around. I tell you, oh, I can't. Definitely. You know how much how many hours I had to sit and just. I was never before I did the podcast. I was just like the furthest I went was Facebook. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then yeah. <laughs> I want to start doing the the podcast, and all of a sudden I've got to learn Audacity, and I've got to learn all these downloaders and this and that, and I'm just like, okay. And I think I've, I've probably spent as many hours podcasting as I have learning to actually be able to do the podcast. Okay. Well, so, kudos to you. That's a hard thing to do for sure. You know, that's I'm I'm one of those weirdos who I enjoy the editing, um, where it's like half the fun for me. A lot of people just they record and they just you know put it out there and that's the funst part was recording which it is but i just happen to be one of those weirdos who loves sitting there and just cutting and chopping and having fun you know well that's awesome because you're actually the magic right the person is always unspoken but if we had a good <laughs> editor they can really make the world of it you know? yeah you make us sound good man i've improved a few <laughs> sentences from here here or there you know there's been a few ums and ahs that may have found their way out but yeah you know you don't want to manipulate people into saying <laughs> completely Ooh. retarded stuff Definitely. So, yeah. is your friend Hamsteak Studio then? Is that that's that's him? That's, that's his exactly. studio. Yeah. Cool. What else does he into then? What else do they do out of there? Well, you know, um, he's still. Is uh, just like a personal it, thing, or yeah, as far you know, he's a student still. He's you know he's getting okay. stuff out there. Um, I know he works for a local radio station. I I, have, I don't really know too much about it. Well, it's he's cool and smart of him to like you know produce you guys in a way because you know it, it's just more experience to put on a resume you know because podcasts are just going to grow i mean who listens to the damn radio anymore you know exactly yeah yep. <laughs> like i i try once in a while if i happen to not have my phone or it dies and i, I i'm forced to listen to the radio it's just it hurts it, it it hurts how bad it is it's i i can't just i just can't deal with commercials man i i throw a you know my zoom on all day man and yeah I hate, I, need, you know? I, I don't even like sports yet. I'll turn it to sports talk radio and I'll enjoy listening to that more than I will. Like whatever kind of music's coming out of the radio these days. Oh, so we true, have a man. really good station out here that uh, is run by the college that only plays uh, classical music. 
but in the evening times, they also have like a few hours where they'll play some good classic jazz music. Nice. And <laughs> That's it. And there's no commercials. It's just solid music 24 hours a day. Um, and, you know, it's pretty awesome, you know. So, yeah, if, I, if I'm going to put on the radio, if I'm going to have some filler background music, I usually leave it on that station. <laughs> yeah, the college ones are good. We got one here, actually, uh, too. And every Monday morning, it's the Monday morning ride, and it's nothing but old 60s ska music. Oh, cool. And it's, oh, that's, Classic. that's, I, I actually, I'll try not to miss that one. So did you guys celebrate Bob's birthday recently there? Definitely, man. Yeah, the sixth. Yeah. Yeah, we, uh, we had a little session for him. Played some, played some, some legend, played some uh, uh, talking blues. Good album. Nice. <laughs> it's it's good yeah. here. It's uh, there's a huge Jamaican population in Toronto. Oh like, really? Oh yeah. It's mon- like <laughs> Caribbean in general, but there's there's so nice. many Jamaicans here. It's insane. And uh, you know it is Bob. They made it like officially Bob Marley Day, but it's Toronto puts on. It's quite a big deal. And the, I didn't go out for anything myself this year. I just did the podcast on that day. But there's always tons of crazy fun stuff going on in Toronto for Bob Marley Day. Just like shows all over the place and bands playing and, you know, retrospectives and stuff like that. It's super cool. So and now I'm just kind of curious, how is the uh, the marijuana, excuse me, marijuana laws going on in Canada? Like when you're celebrating, how do they do that? Like, it's um it's in that state of flux. The only reason it's not legal is because the conservatives like who are in charge right now they don't want to waste their time legalizing it. Mm-hmm. So they're not like against legalizing it. They're just they're kind of being snooty about it. They're kind of like we don't want to waste the time or the money like <laughs> so like you're just beneath us. Yeah, so it's not like harsh laws. I mean, you get tickets. It's it's pretty okay. much decriminalized unless you're caught with a large amount that it seems like you're going to traffic or okay. You know what I mean? But, you know, and you, you got to be smart about it. You can't just well, I guess you can just walk down the street smoking a joint, but you better put it in your pocket if the cop drives by, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay, all right. So, you know, it's it's the kind of thing where it's almost safer. People don't hide here it's almost safer to just sit on a park bench than go huddle behind a bush you know <laughs> yeah, and, and it shows obvious. it shows if you're at an outdoor concert no one's gonna bug you with it going on or and there are a couple cafes here that you can get away with going in and having a coffee and a puff there's like two that i know of in toronto and there's a couple vapor lounges Nice. So i think the only reason there's not a big push to legalize it is because it's not a big it's 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 so okay right now. It's almost like neither side wants to rock the boat in a way. Well, hell, you it know? works, right? Yeah, it's right on. It's weird. Like they're not a, like against it, but like I don't know. It's it's just not a big deal. So it's it's pretty cool. I mean, Vancouver is just it, I, you, if someone foreign came to Vancouver and you were walking around, you'd be like, oh, it's legal here. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> you would right just on. absolutely assume so, and then you'd be told it wasn't, and you'd be like, what? what? <laughs> yes. Every third person's got a fucking dupe hanging out of their mouth, you know? So That's glorious. I'm so high! <laughs> it's, but Canada's like that with a lot of things, you know? Like, like female toplessness is uh, legal here. Yeah, so well, it's equality, (laughs) right? It's equality here. So you know how a dude can be out in his driveway with his shirt off, washing his car. Exactly. There's no reason. There's no reason a girl can't. 
I'm okay. I'm yeah. all about that because yeah. right. you, you don't want to see that fat guy with his titties out. Exactly. But, I mean, come on. All yeah. Right. Yeah. So you know, it's it's a cool country. It's a fair thing, but nobody's nobody's really pushing the government to legalize it really hard just because they're not being hard on about it. You know. So yeah. Oh, and people weird. hear things. We kind of we're kind of watching Colorado too because you want to see how the taxes go, and you know because there's been no inflation in weed here for 20 years. Wow! Yeah. Like you know, an eighth costs you what it did back then, wow, maybe okay. five bucks more for good, and it's better stuff, you know. Oh yeah, yeah. So we were, we were just talking about. Uh, he mentioned to me the Trailer Park Boys are doing a uh, <laughs> a movie or a short film about. Uh, and don't legalize don't it. Legalize I believe, it. which is uh, they hilarious. May. That sounds like them fellas. Absolutely. Yeah, those guys are good. <laughs> yeah. Yes, agreed. Hopefully that comes out soon. Anyway, yes. We say legalize it, though, so don't listen to that other part. Legalize it because it's ridiculous that it's not, huh? Yeah, absolutely. And it, it would be better for a general legalization because in some places they're so harsh on it that you're uh, like, oh, my God. I spent a month in Ohio and people like if you said the word, people uh, shut up. <laughs> you know, you, I, got yes. a buddy, I got a buddy who had had half a roach and he's doing five years. And you'd be wow. like, what the shit? <laughs> it's, yeah, actually, that's where I was born. And I totally understand. And then you moved to Arizona, or at least I did. And they're fucking nazis here man arizona, seriously arizona yeah. is a weird state because it is. we do have a medical we have medical marijuana i'm i'm a cold i'm a card holder um the thing is is if you don't have a card um there's a zero tolerance level where any a little amount is a felony uh roaches seeds whatever you're wow. you're, you're doing time yes yeah. it's serious and the ridiculous. jails out here are pretty brutal they put you in a tent yeah, Tent Bas- City. Tent City, which is basically a parking lot in the middle of the city, and you sleep in a military tent. What? And uh, yeah, yeah, and they they put you in black and white stripes, and they give you pink underwear. And, oh my god! Yeah, and you're there, man. And yeah, you, for a seed. Yeah, and wow. you're just there. I've heard that like Nevada too, right? Like but, Nevada's like fucking like execution isn't it <laughs> pretty well, much even even here too we have even when you have a medical card it doesn't fully protect you either because um you know you're not allowed to drive with any kind of paraphernalia you could they will they will give you a dui for marijuana out here like they will pull wow. you in they will give you a blood test and if you test positive for thc while you were driving they will give you a dui Wow. Which is just mm-hmm. ridiculous. Yeah. Because... <laughs> See, this is where America, it's it's so strange to me because you got these like like 50 of these little countries that are all so completely different, just at war with each other constantly. <laughs> yeah. And it's amazing how it just doesn't implode to me sometimes, you know, like some places that are so tolerant, so free and so liberal. And then other places where it's like, my God. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's 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 crazy to live here to be on this side of the fence like wanting wanting to get out on the other side it makes it really hard for you to even to even like visit other places uh, I, I can't i can't even get a passport i've already been arrested for a marijuana charge so oh, see my, that's just my freedoms rid- are gone oh you know? that's so yeah. ridiculous <laughs> like yeah 
Like, you know how hard it would be for... You could come to Canada, but you would it would take you about six hours just to get through the room where they fucking give you the grief, you know? Exactly, mm-hmm. yeah. You know, plus all the money I would have to spend on uh, getting a passport. and Don't they consider and <laughs> take into account, like, how it interferes with people's professional lives and their artistic growth and, like... You know, we got the third biggest Comic-Con in the fucking North America here. And you, yeah. can't, and you can't come without a giant hassle. That's Seriously. ridiculous. You were right, sadly. the free, right? But, you know, it's all, all about that money. That's that's all they care about. So, yeah, yeah no. Yeah. What can you do? Yeah, we're, uh, we're just here, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> How far is Arizona from Colorado so far? It's about a sixteen-hour drive. Yeah, yeah, a little bit, a oh, little okay. bit, that's... or you know, like what a four-hour <laughs> four flight. flight. You know, yeah, so that's you know. That's Arizona, they they've got a con, don't they? Do they? What's their oh, What's their big deal down there? Yeah, we have a big Phoenix con. Uh, yeah, it's the big one. That's we have right, two. Phoenix we con. Have the, yeah, the big yeah. Phoenix con, and then we just had a amazing Comic Con here, which is about half the size. Uh, but really? It's still, still pretty big. <laughs> is that what they call it? Yeah. Amazing Comic Con. Uh, uh, that's well, there's that's it, it's actually a it's a tour. It goes through. There's there's one in in Colorado. They have one in Nevada. Uh, I think they have one out in Texas. It's like a small. Really? I've never yeah. heard of that one. Amazing, eh? Yeah, it's an upstart. It's it's been around for maybe about four or five years. Um, it was in a small venue in Mesa the first two years it was out here, and then uh, and then it just it's been growing ever since. They moved it to the big. It's they. Have, have it in the same place where they have the Phoenix Comic Con. It's just they only use half of the size. Um, but when the Phoenix Comic Con comes around, it's it's cool. The, the whole city is is pretty much uh, Comic Con that weekend. That's it's nice. pretty awesome. Nice, yeah. It's always good times. It's uh, you guys going to get yourselves a table here and there then? Uh, hmm. We're going to try. Um, you know, yeah, the, as long as they allow us, the right? tables fill hey, up. If you really pay, quick. they'll let you. Yeah, yeah you just got to be on top of it. I'm telling you, they don't care when it comes to. It's really hard to get press, but if you want to get a table, you just got to get your money in first. And, nice. Yeah. You know, most of the time they don't care. It's just like first come, first serve. If you get your money in on time, the you goal- send them a check and hope they cash it. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. The yeah. goal is definitely to try to get a table at least on in the artist alley. You know, somewhere small. Uh, this year, if we can, if we miss it this year, if we can't do it this year, we definitely want to save our money and pull together because the biggest one on our side of the world is the San Diego Comic Con. Yeah, which and, that's relatively close, no? Yeah, that is not very far either. About a six-hour drive from us, um, and uh, yeah, that would be the goal for next year. Um, if we missed out on this year, would be to pull everything we can together and and get get a booth at San Diego Comic Con, and and that would just be like awesome to do, just, to, just <laughs> yeah. to be there. Oh yeah, that'd be a trip and a half. Hell yeah. Yeah, yeah. So is the book going to be black and white like pieces I've seen? Is, is it just going to stick with that or? Yeah, we're going to keep it all black and white except uh, we'll probably have a centerfold that will be colored, and of course, you know, front and back cover will be colored but yeah we we like that and really enjoy kind of the gritty um self you know made handmade look that comes with that but also you know all the greatest our favorite uh comic artists it seems like from the 70s especially are all just you know that especially really gritty hash work i love that line work that's real kind of messy scrawled but clean and bold you know if that makes any kind of sense so we're gonna try on that level oh yeah absolutely that's uh that's how a lot of them did it that's good times man 
Uh, I'm, a big fan, I'm a big fan of uh, the Walking Dead comic books as well. Yeah, that's a good, it's a really successful black and white comic book. I know? loved when they did the uh, they did the show. They did those episodes yeah. <laughs> that were in black and white. And mm-hmm. you know what's trippy? I got this. I got this old TV. It's just a, like a tube TV in my basement. Nice. And for some reason, AMC comes in black and white. So oh. no matter what I watch on that channel, it's in black and white. And they'll put on like old movies and shit, like like but like eighties like horror movies, and then they're all of a sudden black and white, and I'm just like they're twice as fucking creepy as they ever were. Oh, we did I that. Bet. We just did that that past uh, last past Halloween. We we just did that. We got modern horror movies and we watched them in black and white, like the new Evil Dead that just came out. Yeah, uh, yeah, I thought that movie was awesome. Really? <laughs> yeah, was it good? I've heard mixed things. One. I haven't had a chance to see that one yet. You know, like, I wouldn't try to compare it to the original. Obviously, nothing's going to compare to the original. But uh, just as far as a modern horror movie goes, uh, it's rated R. You know, right there, it's already sets it apart because most horror movies nowadays are PG-13, which suck, you know? <laughs> and uh, Well, it's funny that you say that because uh, there's been a lot of this... Uh, I love the Robotalk or the Robocopness yeah, going yeah. on. Dead or alive, you are coming with me. Um, yes. Oh my. Yeah, that's that's. This crazy. has been my issue with the Wolverine forever, and I've gone on crazy fucking tirades on this show about how over fucking Hugh Jackman I am. <laughs> I'm just. I don't want a Tony-winning song and dance man Wolverine anymore. I'm over it. This guy can't. He's had what five chances to pull a good Berserker. And he just he's dropped the ball every time. Uh, Did you awesome. guys see the last one? I yeah, I saw the last one. Okay, that wasn't that wasn't. You know the part where he's yeah. in the fucking city in Japan and it's all snowy and he's running and all the ninjas are in the rooftop and they fill him with arrows and spears. Yeah, and he yeah. falls over. Okay, at that moment, had he gotten up, gone like blank eyed. And just went into the absolute ultimate berserker rage that you've ever seen, killed a hundred ninjas, and end the movie. It would have been the greatest comic book movie ever made. They wouldn't even have to end the movie at that point. They could keep going. My biggest gripe on uh, Marvel movies is that uh, they always get the villains wrong. Absolutely. Marvel's got a long history of crappy villainness. But had it been a rated R Wolverine, he could have done that. You could Exactly. You you don't need this giant CGI silver samurai nonsense. Yeah. (laughs) Killing fucking ninjas, just gutting them all. Oh, that's what I want to see so bad. That would have been great. Yeah, just swords and nunchucks flying all over the place. Which is the problem with this Robocop, I think, is going to be. It's just not going to be. I read an article today on it, and they're just like, it's okay, but it's not Robocop. Like, don't don't be expecting Robocop at all. The opening scene of the original Robocop is, like, one of the most violentest scenes I've ever seen. (laughs) Like, I, I watched that as a kid. And they blow that kid, they blow that dude to pieces in the opening yeah. scene, and it's awesome. Yeah, it's, it's so like, gnarly. You can't, uh, you can't recreate that, man. <laughs> yeah, it's a shame with the thing with the CGI. This is what one of my great, great things that is is happening with Star Wars, though, is how you know JJ's been upfront about. Say, I like that. Yeah, real locations, you know. CGI mixed with real puppets, real people, real places, and they're shooting it on like 35 mil. And it's yeah, I just heard like, that. Just keep, awesome. keep telling me more. Just you keep telling me more. I'll keep giving you my money and everything will be okay. 
and I just oh I'm so happy he's he's doing this you know I'm glad he's doing it too I think you know he's the only one I couldn't think of anyone else better let's just say you know uh, what he did with Star Trek was amazing you know yeah yeah it was I I loved it I love what they did and even just Super Eight Super Eight was a great movie I thought it was a great kick at my buddy I was at his house the other day. And uh, he's like, remember Super 8? And he's like, I bought something that reminds me of them. And he pulls out a 1979 box, a shoe box. And it's Star Wars. And it's Star Wars shoes by Clark's, like Clark shoes. What? And, oh. Yeah, they're, they're like <laughs> old like sneakers. Like they look like Pumas or something. But they're like 1979. Holy and he's shit. got them in the box, and I'm looking. I was just like, oh, that took me right back to like those times, like the Super Eight days, you know. It's just like, oh, that's just, oh, what a what an amazing find he found. It's just super cool shit. Like, like that. what size were they? I'm just curious. They were like kids, so I just, yeah, like a ten year old wearing them, maybe a ten or twelve year old wearing them, probably. I, yeah, I was just a little curious because I didn't assume they'd make adult sizes, but you know. Yeah, no, they were they were for kids for sure, like a preteen. Yeah, because I could see nowadays you would want to wear those right now, wouldn't you? You wish they were made now in man size. I'd rock them. I'm sure I, I might rock them. You never know. Yeah, were they. Yeah. Anyway, enough on that. <laughs> and there's never enough on Star Wars, man. <laughs> that seems to be the truth. That's Aaron coughing. Every, Sorry. That's okay. Everybody, uh, everybody knows lovely Aaron, but she she only comes for the ganja. That's awesome. I, yes. It's always nice to have the ladies around. Yeah, she likes to sneak in and get her puffs in once in a while. So we've been on vacation the past couple of days. It's been nice. I've literally been lying around doing nothing but smoking weed. All right, congratulations. Yeah, yeah I've watched uh, Justice League War while smoking weed. Uh, we watched a lot of uh, Criminal Minds while smoking weed. And, uh, yeah, there was a bunch of good times. A lot of munching out in between smoking weed and then smoking more weed. A lot of cups of tea and coffee in between and with those weed smoking weeds, right? You have smoked yourself retarded. Oh, I've, been, uh, I've been smoking weed <laughs> and uh, like getting into Game of Thrones. I couldn't get into it. Uh, people oh. are people never. I don't know why, but uh, Breaking Bad and Game of Thrones. People are like, give it a chance, and I did. Yeah, I watched a couple impressed. of both, and it just didn't hook me. It just didn't, didn't grab you. I can see why people like them. It's not like I disliked them, but they're just not for me. You know what I mean? Uh, Game of Thrones is too soap opera for me, and yeah. <laughs> Breaking Bad is just kind of too. I've seen it before. Does that make sense? I you have not. No. I don't know. No. Yeah. See, wrong. people lose it. It's like you're, <laughs> we, you're totally wrong. Totally and I, okay. We live Breaking Bad out you here. You watched like one. Yeah. Episode. No, most people do. I know. I'm a complete outcast for didn't getting hooked by Breaking Bad, but I mean, I'm sorry. I don't know. I was. I was like a big love guy. Nobody watched that show, and I loved that show. Big love. Yeah. Remember the polygamist deal? What? Yeah, oh, Bill Paxton. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and he had like the three wives. I loved that show. People are like, what the fuck is wrong with you? He, I didn't catch that one. No, <laughs> me either. You know what? I saw one preview, and I thought, eh. So, uh, yeah, forgive me. I, I have no idea. Do you think we'll ever have a weed sitcom? Ooh. You know, they touch on it every now and then. The you know, you can't show, count weeds. Weeds is a cable show. Well, not weeds. Yeah. But you know what? I don't know if I'm satisfied with weeds. But uh, if they did something along the lines of, um, I would probably say, 
half baked. Like a half baked. If they could continue something goofy along those lines, I'd think that would be amazing. And, and, you know, sitcoms could accept that. Kind of like maybe like a community or the way they do like modern family. Do you know what I mean? But but yes, different groups of different stoners. Maybe. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Like different kinds of stoners, and you see how they do their thing. Almost maybe like the league. If yeah. you've seen that at all, they do a little bit of each guy has his own thing going on. But of course, they're in the league. Like I don't know what the weed league could be, but anyway, okay. I, I, I think that would be a great sitcom. I would watch the hell out of it. There's never been anything even close, has there? Not really. They hint no. on it every now and then. You know, every uh, like once that in a while. Show they have the, hey, there you go. Seventy the smoking yeah. reference. Right, but they yeah. don't show it. You know, they, they just the show know. doesn't revolve around, uh, you know, pots potheads. You know? Total, yeah. total pothead show. Yeah. Um, sitcom. That that I mean that would probably that's going to come with time. You know, someone's got to get on that shit. I, you're probably right because that's that's probably exactly what's about to happen. You know, if we, uh, especially if the super stoner thing works out, well, workaholics. You know what I'm saying? I take that back. Workaholics. Hey, that's workaholic. Yeah, workaholics is awesome. They're solid. Yeah. That's right. Those guys are funny as hell. And they show almost, them smoking weed. And yeah. they smoke a lot of weed. Uh-huh. Yeah, <laughs> that is very true. Yeah. Almost. Uh, they're like they're pioneers in a sense. Well, even like you said before, Trailer Park Boys. Trailer Park Boys oh, is another one. Yeah, good yeah. call. Good yeah, call. That's just about one, getting yeah. into mischief. Just what most of their mischief is paid for with growing weed, right? Or at least tried to be <laughs> tried, paid for. Yeah. I love that. Uh, it never works out. Yeah, uh, Eastbound and Down. Eastbound almost. And down it's it's yeah. more. It's kind of in That's vein more, of what uh, you could do with it. You know. You're right. Yeah. Uh, you know, that's... HBO. You know, it's a little bit more harder to get to get to. Um, it's a little bit more grown up. Uh, but Eastbound and Down is another funny show. I love Eastbound and Down. Yeah, I like how it's more. There's more drug use. Yeah, and it does show a lot of the bad sides of drug yeah, use, which really. is awesome. Yeah. This shit never works out, which is almost <laughs> always the case with it, especially prescription pills and all that bullshit. Yeah, oh yeah, you know. Uh, I do love his buddy though uh, that always sells him the pills. Uh, whatever that guy is, he is the, the best. Bar. Everyone knows uh, a guy like him that's like <laughs> sniffing spray paint with the bums <laughs> just because they're there. Yeah. Like he's the best. I know so many of those dudes. And they're good dudes. That's the thing. They're always on drugs, but they always mean well. That's <laughs> one thing. <laughs> yes, they're trying to be helpful. But Ready to lend a hand. Up. Yeah, exactly. So, hey, cheers to uh, all those dudes out there, you know? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I hope they come up with something soon enough. I'd love that shit, you know? Fucking... Do you remember... Uh... It's been some great characters. There's there's always characters like Jim from Taxi, like Reverend Jim. Yeah. Oh, yeah. hell yeah. <laughs> you know, like a show just with like six guys like him. <laughs> I'd watch it. <laughs> right, yeah. They always have the one character, but they need, yeah, they need a whole cast. What's your favorite stoner performance ever? Oh, holy shit. You know? Like, uh, like you're talking about like movies and everything? Yeah, yeah. that's just one person portraying a stoner character in movie, TV, whatever. You know, okay. I kind of almost hate to say it, but it's I think it's really true is um, old boy in um, trop- what, what the fuck is that express um, pineapple, pineapple express. express. Yeah. Uh, the drug dealer. What's his name? James Franco. Um, th- yeah. Like he seems so genuine. Like yeah. he is just that idiot. And he's really that <laughs> stone. I got to say, that's my favorite right off hand. It was is pretty impressive. I know that guy. You guys want to buy some chronic? All right, nice, nice. Yeah, that's a good. That's a good performance. It really is. That movie was beautiful too. <laughs> I would yeah. have to give it to uh, 
I have to give it to uh, Jim Brewer in Half Baked All right. <laughs> because yeah. that guy doesn't even smoke weed, and he is going to go down in marijuana history. Yeah, yeah, spot on. And that dude doesn't even smoke. He, Which got, is he got high once on the set, you know, yeah. during the whole shooting. And uh, <laughs> yeah, he's, I mean, he's awesome for that. I think. Yeah. <laughs> I'll pretend I'm Jamaican, man. Yeah. My personal favorite is uh, Floyd, uh, Brad Pitt in True Romance. Oh, oh man, you're right. One. You condescend him. You condescend me, man. Right? Fucking <laughs> kill you, man. Yeah. <laughs> Bring back yeah. some beer, some cleaning products. That's right. <laughs> he is amazing. That That's a really good one. Just when they all bust in and they like cock their guns and he's like smoking out of the honey bear bong and he's like, oh, <laughs> man. Like, he, he must be stoned in that scene. You guys want to smoke a bowl or? Oh. Like, yeah. I know he's good. Like, I think he's one of the most underrated, even though people <laughs> think he's good. I don't think people realize how good Brad Pitt can be at times to have done some of the roles that he's done. And I think his little Floyd was right up there, you know? Like, because mm -hmm. he actually, they, he auditioned and they were going to give him the part of Dick Ritchie. Really? Yeah. Oh. And he turned it, he asked if he could do Floyd because he found it more interesting. Oh, yeah. I think that's a good call. Yeah. So, Hell yeah. Yeah. And he did the Floyd role and it was absolutely perfect, you know? So. <laughs> you got to respect. You got to respect a good actor. Yeah. 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 Play yeah. a convincing role, you know? Yeah. Well put. So, I mean, like, it's, he's an enigma, man. He's done, like, movies for everyone, you know? Yeah. Mm. Oh, yeah. There's not a person who he hasn't done a movie that it can fit for. Like, there's just the veriness. Like, people talk about Johnny Depp, but. I think Brad Pitt takes it more, man. He's played some fucked up shit, some fucked oh, up movies. I, I would say I like more Brad Pitt movies than I like Johnny Depp movies. I can name off Brad Pitt movies that are just awesome, you know? Yeah, yeah. Seven and Fight Club, right off oh, the yeah. top, are Absolutely. like amazing movies, you know? But come on, his crazy-ass character in Burn After Reading? Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, that was <laughs> so, never played a character like that, funny. and that shit is yeah. yeah. But Dude, then you watch so... Legends of the Fall, and he's like killing yeah. bears and shit, and you're like, yeah. you're the manliest fucking dude ever. <laughs> exactly. That's uh, crazy. <laughs> Do you guys want to hear a fun random uh, drug fact? Oh, hell yeah. yeah. All right, here you go. A lot of people don't realize this, and uh, I can't remember what story it's from, but it's in the uh, Essential Chronology, or the Essential Guide to Characters. And Yoda, you know his staff? Like, he carried his little wooden staff. In the top of that wooden staff were compacted herbs that he used to chew on that would, you know, he'd get all fucking tripped out, and he'd fucking meditate about the Force. <laughs> there's okay. your random your random drug fact it just occurred to me and I, I remembered that for some reason i thought you guys might be might have enjoyed hearing that so you heard it oh most definitely I, <laughs> I, so can we ever see that or is that written about in some one of these side novels it's yeah no it's the essential it's the uh essential guide to characters and i can't remember it's... what year it is but i have it somewhere on my shelf over there that's awesome. Yeah, yeah, no, it's totally fucking cool, man. I think it makes perfect sense, you know. Yeah, Yoda meditating. <laughs> yeah, there was drugs involved. You know, there was drugs. Involved. <laughs> he had to be one with everything. There had to be sure. drugs involved. It's gonna be interesting if they make. Uh, they're talking about doing a solo Yoda movie. 
Oh, really? Wow. Which I, I kind of don't want them to do. I was talking last week about how uh, when we were talking about the Highlander, I can't believe we did a fucking whole Highlander episode. <laughs> Well, oh, you know wow. what they could do is make a Yoda comic book. Comic books are so much better. Well, I don't want to know. Here's the thing. You don't want to know. You love the mystery. I like finding yeah. out. I hate mystery. I hate it. Hate oh. I like origins. I like finding shit out. I like chronology. That's why we were talking about the Highlander. And I love the prequels just because they're prequels. <coughs> Excuse me. But for some reason, there's one mystery in the entire universe that I want to stay that way, and that's Master Yoda, and I don't know uh, why. That's, that's I like that exactly. Like, Keep the magic like there. He's so the magic. mysterious that yeah, he's mm-hmm. so mysterious that. Like, you what do you think about the uh, Wolverine origins? Did you read? Did you read those? Um, you mean the original ones or the new ones coming out now? Um, well, the whole deal altogether is it's. I I loved it. I loved hearing about it. Like I love that shit. His, the whole the James Howlett. Yeah. Again, I don't know why it's only Yoda. Literally. Just Yoda. Yeah. Cool. I loved hearing about Wolverines. I thought it was really, really, really cool how they <laughs> laid it all out, you know? Um, him and Sabretooth being so close was kind of, I, I didn't know about that, but. I didn't, I haven't read that far into it yet, so. But it just, it, it just spoiled it for ooh, me, but that's cool. I knew that was coming. <laughs> that, that's old enough that that's a spoiler yeah, situation, yeah. so, you know. It's so, hard to keep up with all of them, you know? I, I try to, I try to keep up on more, uh, I like, uh, I've been keeping on recent Deadpool, and I've been keeping up on recent uh, X Men stuff. X Men stuff right now is wild right now. Ah, it's all over with the, the, with the separation with Cyclops. Yeah, and, yeah, and, yeah. yeah it's, it's cool. I kind of let go of it after the A versus X whole thing, and uh, I'm I'm a big DC guy. Oh, cool. Um, like I enjoy my X Men and Wolverine, but that's about as far Marvel as I go. But I'm a I'm a big DC guy. But the Wolver the Wolverine I'm collecting a few of his titles. But they just they got so there were so many it got out of control between there yeah. were six X Men titles and like you know there's him by himself. There's him with uh, his new school of yeah. X Men. Well, that's and, the one I was, yeah. I was collecting. Him with just, the Avengers, yeah, and... the Wolverine and the X Men. But then there's Savage Wolverine and Wolverine Max and Wolverine Extreme and Wolverine fucking blah 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 blah. blah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just so much fucking crap. So, so uh, yeah, we're kind of tailing down to the end there. Oh as yeah, man, we've uh, been rambling on. But uh, what else can we mention before we do? Um, anything oh. else you guys want to throw out there? Shout outs, you know, call outs, promos, anything good going on of people you know? I always like to give people just a few minutes at the end of the show to say thank yous or recommendations or any kind of crap like that if you got anything, you know? Well, we definitely like to thank Rob from Hamsteak yeah. Ham Studios. Hamsteak. Setting this all up for us. Um, you know, check out our Kickstarter. You know, we Please. could use your support if you think it's a good idea. You know, definitely hit us up on Twitter, hit us up on Facebook, hit us up on Instagram. We're all over the place. Um, you know, we could we could use your support from you know comic book fans, marijuana fans. Uh, I'm glad that we met you guys because you're you're right up our alley. We had good high conversation. <laughs> and, um, yeah, uh, and you guys awesome, are man. you know I had a great time. Uh, I love when you guys came around and I noticed this. And on Twitter, what are you? It's at Superstoner. Uh, it's Superstoner, and it's uh, it's the Roman numeral for 420. I'm kind of high right now, so let me uh, <laughs> check it out. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, 
is... I think you're... Is it 420? It's IVXX. It's for yeah, Super Stoner IVXX. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh yeah, check that out, people. Um check you that guys out. are welcome back anytime. Awesome, man. Um, we'll keep you updated on uh on No, the please do you guys it, come man. back yeah. as things keep progressing. You guys keep coming back and giving us updates because uh I am ridiculously behind this. You have the uh, an elegant weapons full support on this type of endeavor, so um, oh, it's always so nice to, well, I love getting you guys on and then the people are out there and then they can meet the people making these books, you know, that's one of my favorite parts about doing this podcast is I can bring you guys forth and people can hear you and how passionate people are and how much they care and, you know, how much they're going to put into the hard work that it takes to make a comic book. So, and for you guys to do it on behalf of Stoner Nation out there, um, you know, it's greatly appreciated. So all you fucking potheads, all you ganja enthusiasts, go to Kickstarter, look up the Super Stoner, and throw down some ducats on that shit, and let's make this a reality. Um, you guys are awesome. Yes. Thanks for coming around. Right on, man. Jay, thank, thank you, you man. so we much for having us. Contact, man. Yes, anytime. That's, uh, that's Andy and Chip, the creators of Super Stoner. Um, that's all the time we have this week, kids. We're an elegant weapon. We'll see you next time. Take it easy.